Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing. Don't give a fuck if I cut my arm bleeding. This is my last resort. Cut my life into pieces. I reach my last resort, suffocation, no breathing. What's going on, everybody? sure most of you recognize that song and most of you probably have no idea what version of that song that is but it is last resort by papa roach i'm gonna say circa 1999 time frame phenomenal song brings back a lot of uh good memories a lot of crazy memories that probably involve a lot of alcohol, maybe some uh, fisticuffs, but I uh, wanted to open with that song because as you've heard us talk about uh, none other than uh, Mr. Tommy Vext in the past. The Lone Wolf, uh, he remade this song, and once again, as all of his covers have been, just fucking slated. Right? One of the most recognized voices, uh, anybody who ever hears it once, right? You hear his voice one time, and then you forget it. You hear things he says, you'll never forget them. You meet the guy in person, I promise you, you'll never forget him. And for those of you who are not you know, following him on social media, listening to his music, go to his concerts, do yourself a favor and start immediately. It's Tommy Vext. B-E-X-T. This guy has been uh, a cancel warrior, I'll say that, right? About cancel country. He's one of those guys that's getting canceled. Because he speaks his mind. Which is something that every single person on this earth should strive to do. Right? Don't just regurgitate whatever's prescribed to you by the mainstream. Let me tell you, physically speaking, this is a guy you want on your side. He's one big son of a bitch. But he's a good dude, and he's fighting a good fight. And we need more people that are doing the same. More people that are willing to, you know, risk popularity, risk money, risk friends. All for stupid reasons, right? speaking your mind. So, I kind of felt uh, obliged to open with that song uh, out of respect because he just released it yesterday. And uh, like I said, I think it sounds pretty dope. But anyways, 
St. Patty's Day slash anniversary podcast. I think uh, it was pretty good. I think uh, my lovely wife is a natural. I'll try to get her on the show again soon. But I wanted to talk about a few things. One, the importance of being able to think for yourself. Right, it is shameful and unacceptable for any grown adult to not be able to think for him or herself. Right, to have their own opinions. Right, to be able to decipher facts and fiction. And unfortunately, I would say the vast majority of people, at least in this country, unable to do that. And I think it starts with the education system. Right? I think the education system spends far too much time, money, and energy trying to teach children what to think instead of how to think, right? Critical thinking skills, reasoning skills. How to do fact finding? How to hear a story and verify it with different sources? Right? Read opposing views, and the truth lies somewhere in the middle. Usually, usually, although that's getting pretty distorted But I think the other thing to keep in mind is if our education systems are not going to teach children how to properly think, how to truly think outside the box and solve problems. It's up to the parents, it's up to society, it's up to mentors, people outside the school system. And while we're on the topic of the school system, those of you who know me well know that I've been disappointed with the school system for many, many years, even before my four kids were born, at least 20 or 30 years, probably back to when I was in school. And the biggest reason for that is I think that in any occupation in life, there's incentive to do the job. Like you look at professional sports, there's an incentive for professional athletes to perform to the best of their ability. sales, the type of commission based business, there's an incentive for people to do the best they can do. Because they're going to make more money. And I think in the education system, I think that there is a tremendous gap in incentivizing teachers. I think that there are a lot of really, really good teachers. I think that there are a lot of really, really shitty teachers. And there's some. I think that one idea that I've 
floated around. I floated around with one of these people as well. Imagine if one of the requirements to be a teacher, you know, in, in like the kind of the, the specialized fields, especially at the university level, right? You want to be a, you want to teach business, right? You want to teach econ, whatever it is. Course, like, the environment should be fast performance, right? Just like with businesses, right? Fast performance. How have you personally done what you're teaching others to do? Right? Have you ever sat in a sales role or business development role? Have you ever had to bring a product ready to trade? Right? The answer with probably 99%, maybe more, uh, professors at the collegiate level says no. It's absolutely no. But imagine if one of the requirements to become a teacher, and again, in a, in a, a discipline, right, a specific discipline, was to spend 25 years or 30 years in that line of work, you know, on the front lines, before you were even allowed to teach others that. Right? You want to take that even further, look at the high school level, the middle school level, the elementary school level. Imagine if, in order to teach science at the high school level, you had to be a scientist. Are you going to be a scientist for 25 years and retire before you can go back to teaching? Now, I know a lot of engineers, and I know a lot of scientists, and a lot of medical professionals that would love to be a teacher. I'd love to be a teacher. Again, they'd love to be a teacher because they want to give back, right? They love helping people. They love lifting people up. But the main reason that they don't become teachers is because they've gotten accustomed to making $150,000, $175,000, $200,000 a year, and they're not going to take a job teaching and make fifty dollars or $60,000 a year. Nor should they. But what if we incentivize people to say, hey, after you finish your career, you come and be a teacher, and we're going to pay you $150,000. Maybe not 175, maybe not 200, but maybe there's earning potential for that. But you figure out some type of incentive plan around that. Now, all of a sudden, when you have people that are interviewing for teaching jobs, you have the best of the best battling the best of the best. And when you have the best doers that are now teaching, you're going to create more doers. Right? We talk about it all the time. You have an obligation as a human being to take all the information that is in your brain, all the life lessons that you've learned, right, from the school of hard knocks, from your academia work, you have an obligation to pass that on to other people, as many people as possible. Right? And there's this paranoia in life right now where we don't want to share it. Because what if I share my knowledge with you, and you take it, and you make it better? 
Well, yeah. What if? It's exactly what you want to happen. Right? Because because you, right, or in this case, me, I'm sitting here with this information in my head. I'm not doing a fucking thing with it. So why not give it to somebody else that can actually turn it into something? Materialize it. Monetize it. Right? Maybe, maybe scale it even bigger. Maybe they could take my little idea that I was able to give to one person and they can scale it to millions of people. Right? My mission in life is to change the world. Change the world. Ever since I was a little kid, I wanted to change the world. Now, did I know what the fuck that meant as a kid? No. Do I know entirely what it means now? No. Because up until a few years ago, I, because I listened to so many people, thought it's impossible. How do I do that? How can I possibly change the world? I'm a nobody. Right? Although now I'm, I'm at least a somebody to five people. And my parents. But now I sit there and I say, you know what? You know how you change the world? The same way that you eat an elephant. One bite at a time. One person at a time. Right? If every single one of us can one person a day, just one person, and make their day better, make, make their life better, make them smile, right? make them happy. If every single person in just your neighborhood did that, or hell, if everybody in your family just did that, just got one person a day, I mean, for me, I've got a family of six, we could directly impact six additional people's lives. And what if those six people then turn it around with the same goal of impacting one person a day in their lives? Think of the momentum that happens there, right? And look, every fire starts with a spark. Everything. Right? A fitness plan starts with action, taking the first step. Right? Then you worry about the second step, and the third step, and the fourth step. And before you know it, you're sprinting. But you got to start. Right? So I propose, my challenge to everyone that's listening to this is, and it's kind of late tonight, but starting tomorrow, positively impact just one person. Make it your mission tomorrow, your goal, you accomplish nothing else. Your goal tomorrow is to make one person happy, grateful, thankful. Maybe they feel a little more confident in themselves because of something that you did for that person or to that person. Right, And then reflect on it at the end of the day. Don't go tell people about it. Right, don't be like those people. We all know those people fucking surrounded with them. God knows I am. Luckily, not my close circle. But those people that, you know, the reply alls, we call them. Right, the reply alls. When reply alls, if you, if you're a business owner, you should disable the reply all function too. Because the reply alls 
when somebody does something great, the reply all is to make themselves look better, not the person who did something great. So it's like, oh, Susie, congratulations, Susie won the sales contest. And reply, oh, Susie, I'm so proud of you. Right? It's all, it's all fake. Do you really give a shit about what Susie did? Pick up the phone and call her. Walk over to the desk and talk to her. Fly alls, no point. Right, so don't be, don't be a reply all. Be somebody that does something good for others. In this case, one person a day that doesn't tell anybody about it. Let that be between you and God. Right? If you do one person a day. The expectation is you're going to impact at least 365 people in a year. Right? I'm doing phase two of the Live Hard program, courtesy of A. Priscilla. Second year. I did the Live Hard program last year. This year, did 75 hard, phase one, doing phase two now. And I know I'm not out of yet, but in phase three, one of the requirements is to introduce yourself to a stranger every day. Now, for some of us, that's easy. Right? Because we like we like that. For most people, that's really hard. Really, really hard to talk to a stranger. Especially having a meaningful conversation. But I'll tell you what, the easiest way to start those conversations off is to compliment someone. Right, not some freaky, like, creeper way. Just say something nice to someone. As a matter of fact, when is the last time that you said something nice to someone? Truly said something nice to someone. And meant it. And it doesn't even have to be a stranger. Right, the, the one person that you, you help or make your life better every day could be your spouse, could be your wife, could be your kids, your neighbor, could be somebody you know, could be your best friend. Maybe it's your biggest enemy. Maybe it's somebody who used to be your best friend but is now your biggest enemy. Or maybe it's picking up the phone and calling that person and apologizing. Bury the hatchet. All right, life's short. Life is short. You know, embrace it. Celebrate it. Make people's lives better. Right. Don't walk around with your hand out all the time. Right. You got to give to get. We talk about it all the time on this show. Give to get. Right. You want to get better? You want to be a better person? Do. Do good things for others. Because the smallest thing that you do for somebody may have the biggest impact on that. Again, it's that snowball effect. Right? One good deed. For one person, by the time that good deed is paid forward 50 times, 60 times, 100 times, all of a sudden it's this monster, monster deed. Right? You got you to keep that in mind at all times. Right? Always keep that in mind. Right? You want your life to be better. You want to live a more fulfilling life. Do things for others.
Right? There's a reason that people who follow the servant leadership philosophy are just happier people. Right? There's a reason that we still, you know, thousands of years later, talk about the Stoics. There's a reason that we still talk about Jesus Christ. Right? Jesus gave his entire life to others. He literally gave his life so that others could live. How many people do you know that would do that? Right? Would the person looking at you in the mirror do that? Right? Would you be willing to lay your life down for somebody that you love? Probably not. Some of you would. I personally know some of you that would. Would you lay your life down for a stranger? I'd say most people would not. But some of you would. Thank God. So it keeps America America. The fact that there are people out there willing to lay their life down for you and for me. So, again, think about what's important in life. Right? Happiness. Your happiness, your neighbor's happiness, everybody's happiness. But happiness isn't easy and it isn't free. You got to work at it. The quickest way to make yourself happier is to make other people happier. I promise you. If you make other people happier, there's always going to be people looking out to make you happier. I promise you. And some of you may not believe it. You've got to trust me on it. But anyways, guys, stay strong. Just wanted to do a quick uh, quick one for you. I think I got an uh, ambulance coming by in here, so I might get a little loud, but stay strong, stay you. Make others around you stronger. God bless you all. And remember, stand up for what you believe in, no matter what the cost. But once you make a stand, be ready to back it up. Right? Be ready to possibly lay your life down for somebody else if you need to. All right, God bless you guys. Thank you for everything that you do and all the support. And uh, we'll catch you guys soon. Cut my life into pieces This is my last resort Suffocation, no breathing Don't give a fuck if I cut my own bleeding This is my last resort Cut my life into pieces I reach my last resort, suffocation, no breathing. Don't give a fuck if I cut my own bleeding.